What is going on, everybody? Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Welcome to a very special edition of Gaming with the Broscast. Today, we are going to be spoiling the entire campaign for Halo Infinite, uh, deep diving into the missions, what we liked, what we didn't like, and of course, our uh, expectations and hopes for future DLCs and expansions to the game. Uh, before we dive into the show, if you guys could consider following us on twitch.tv slash gamingwiththebroscast. We stream every Monday at 8.30 Eastern Time. Our next podcast on January 3rd is going to be our Game of the Year episode for 2021. So please give that a listen and tune in live. Also follow us on Twitter at GamingWTBros to keep up with uh, our podcast. And uh, we post a lot of polls and stuff like that. So without further ado, enjoy the show. It was her. She destroyed the ring, stopped my deletion. Why? I couldn't decrypt it in time. It's okay. You'll figure something out. Of course I will. I'm... They'll pair you with another AI. Maybe even another Cortana model if Halsey lets them. It won't be me. But you know that, right? But that doesn't matter. It's just another echo. She's right, John. Just another echo. Sorry, I'm messing with you. I just had a feeling that's what she would say. When this game started, like the opening cutscene, like I kind of totally forgot about Halo 5, Guardians, and Halo 4. Like I, I, I thought they forgot about it too. Yeah, yeah I mean, it takes it takes place a year after. The events of Halo Five, and then once the opening cutscene happens, and uh, uh, Atriox knocks off, which I thought was kind of dumb. If you're going to kill somebody, may not maybe not push them off into space where they've got space armor and can survive, survive a crash. Yeah. But anyways, and then it, after that, it takes place six months after that moment. Um, so yeah, you want to just kind of dive, just kind of go through the story as Ooh. it happens. Yes, I'm also trying to remember what happened. I guess, yeah, I guess uh, let's. I mean, I guess the first thing is is meeting the pilot, right? So he, I, I guess you get introduced to this pilot, um, and he's kind of stranded out in space, and you kind of yeah. kind of see a time lapse of him and learn that he has a family back home, and you don't really know if they're alive or not. Yeah, I think they. And, I think they're dead. I think they're. They, but they I thought that's died. why he was getting home to a to get to his family. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they're maybe they are alive. Oh God, maybe we don't know. I can't. I can't quite remember. But yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, you, you, he's on. He's on a pelican. He's kind of stranded as well. He doesn't have a lot of power. Um, mm-hmm. he, he gets Master Chief and uh, uses like kind of the remaining. What he says is the remaining power, but you still fly around. But uh, it's the remaining power. Um, I guess right. in that moment, maybe. Um, Maybe and, oh yeah, because yeah, because I think I think you end up getting more power when you. That's like the first mission, right? It's yeah, like getting, yeah. that, getting that power. So yeah, he he boots up your suit. You do the you do the traditional Halo look left, look right, look up, look down to to get your which is pretty controls. cool. Yeah, yeah, like that. nice nice throwback. Um, but yeah, you uh you you go through go through the couple of um. It was very interesting that the first like two or three missions are typical Halo corridor kind of shooter mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um. Uh, but yeah, but once you kind of do all that, you uh, you get to the open world, and that's where the game really kind of opens up. Opens up, you know, and you get... and you get 
you get the weapon at this point. So that's like the Cortana. Um, what we'll learn well, is that is a copy of Cortana. Um, yeah. Her name is just, is just the weapon. Um, so you, she's you, like, can, you can kind of guess that she looks and talks like Cortana yeah. to an extent. So, yeah. So she's like your, like your, your internal monologue kind of thing. Um, she's, she's funny, uh, mm-hmm. but not like overbearing. Like it's not annoying at all. Um, yeah, it's not too much. It's nice. So yeah, between between uh, you know Master Chief, which he talks way more in this game than he ever, but he probably has more dialogue in this game than he does in the entire dialogue for the first like five games or so. It's kind of unsettling. Yeah, which is, I mean, I thought it was really cool. Like, there's um, we'll get to here in a second, but there's a, a few scenes where it kind of you know humanizes him versus mm-hmm. just a a machine. Um, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, not a lot happens between. Then in sort of, I mean, uh, the stuff happens, but it's mainly open world kind of stuff that you're going through, kind of creating your own stories, finding information about structures and forerunner stuff, and yeah, uh, I, yeah. Like I don't, I, it's hard for me to think of the story in between. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the game, the whole game itself. There's not a ton of story, to be honest. Uh, you're just kind of creating your own <laughs> stories. You you find audio logs from both sides. You're um, trying to take down the banished. Yeah, that's you're trying main, to get them off the thing. ring, essentially. Yep. Uh, then, then you eventually come across this uh, someone called like the Harbinger, and she's like the, I guess the original alien race that was there, and she's trying to b- bring back this this group, this race called the Endless. Um, they don't really go into detail of what that is. It's just obviously it's it's bad. So, you know, you're you're trying to stop the banished and the Harbinger from from doing that stuff, uh, bringing mm-hmm. them back, but. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you meet, her, <laughs> you meet a couple of, I, I guess they're her minions in a way. Like you, you meet some some banished leaders. Yep, and um, I guess like they all have the same mantra of the banished are amazing and can survive anything and yep. have the drive to to beat anybody, any Spartan. Yeah. And he's, I, he, at this point, Atrox is, is considered dead. Um, he didn't have like an on-screen death. It just said over the course of the six months that... And, um, and that's where Halo Wars 2 took place, I think. I don't know if it was on the ring itself. Well, not on the ring, but I think yeah. that it was like that battle with Atriox. That's oh, okay. what that was. Yeah, because so you, you, might, I mean, you, might you, eventually, you eventually find, find out that Cortana... Um, kind of i guess realized what she was doing uh because i mean she went rampant you know every mm-hmm. after seven years the ais are destroyed because they go rampant and they can't control themselves or something like that uh, but you find out that she kind of regrets her actions and um she destroyed the part that part of the ring which atriox was involved in that so that's where he essentially died um over that course of that mm-hmm. six months um so now the the ring is you find out the ring is repairing itself at a, at a pretty rapid pace um, so you have to stop the the harbinger um, from doing from completing that, and then unleashing the uh, the endless. They they never really say what the endless are, but I don't know. So it was worse, so, worse yeah. than the flood. Worse than the, yeah, worse than the flood. So that's pretty cool. Um, and and I guess the significance of Zeta Halo is that it's the last, it's the last of the original rings built by the Forerunners. Okay. Um, I think there were twelve, but it's the last one. Okay. And I guess it has some significance to it outside of that. 
Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of vague. I mean, the story itself is like, it's really wishy-washy on a lot of stuff and it even ends pretty open-ended. But yeah, I mean, there's, I think, I mean, Xbox has already trademarked like endless. So at some point I'm, I'm probably within the next year, we'll probably get some sort of endless DLC content. Cause yeah, the mm-hmm. game totally ends on, you know, I mean, I guess we can say Aatrox is alive. So, you know, well, yeah. So we're getting, we're getting something um, endless wise. So that that's cool. I mean, Halo's never had a uh, campaign for the DLC, it, the DLC itself. So Super cool, and obviously it's been kind of hinted at that this is going to be a, the Halo game for the next, they, they say, maybe 10 years. So mm-hmm. if they improve, like, you know, gameplay and, and add, just keep adding and stuff to it. So it makes sense that this would be the first game to have a, a story yeah. content. So, yeah, I do, Nick, I do want to talk about the, uh, I know we had talked about it last week, but you hadn't gotten to it yet, but the part where, um, and I can't remember his name, but the pilot, uh, he kind of breaks down and like takes off and I think I think that's when he tells you his family is dead. I think that's when he tells you. That's after um, you crash. Yeah. But the, he yeah. he you find out he's just an engineer on the Infinity. Um he wasn't actually a uh, a marine or anything like that. He just stole the Pelican and, and bounced. Um so when he found you, he you know he's excited he's like, oh I, we get to go home. But uh mm-hmm. you know, Nash Chief being who he is, it was like, no, we gotta we gotta finish the fight. Um <laughs> But she says it like two or three times in the game, which yeah. is kind of funny. Uh, I need a weapon line. As yeah, well. yep. Uh, but yeah, they they you know he kind of sits down with them um, in in very few words, but kind of reassures him and he says him that he you know he he lost Cortana and it was his fault and blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they did a really good job of humanizing Chief, and it was a pretty I, th- I thought it was a pretty touching scene for the most part. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was, and I think they they did a really great job of, of both humanizing Master Chief, but also um, kind of kind of making him as as big, making him look as big as he seems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can Definitely. see that, like with the perspective of him looking down at Cortana and vice versa, and yep. like seeing him next to the pilot, like like damn, this guy's like this guy's kind of a menace. Yeah. He's, he's pretty big and. I don't know. That just kind of that wasn't portrayed much in the previous Halos, and I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah. In in Infinite. Yeah, and then just all like the kind of the, the flashback scenes with Cortana over the game because her data is kind of just in the environment, kind of you mm-hmm. know, spurs throughout the uh, throughout the world, um, and you come across like some fragments that have like kind of like ghosts and stuff. Adult, it's like mainly like flashbacks and stuff. Um, yeah, and it, ta- and it reiterates the fact that she chose Chief not because he was the fastest or the strongest, because he's not any of those things. He's just the luckiest. And I thought I just thought bringing that up was was really cool. Um, yeah. and why why she chose him as uh, you know her her Spartan. Um, so kind of humanized him a bit more too. Yep. But yeah, I mean, like, kind of the whole the whole game, you're really just trying to you know, locate the Harbinger and, and stop her. Um, you know, you, you end up fighting um, Eshram, the, the leader of the Banish now, uh, which that fight was... After, after he took the pilot. Yeah, he took the pilot, um, tortured him the same way he did the uh, the one Spartan you find that, that mm-hmm. ended up dying. Um, 
and going through that was like kind of funny. It was like two, it was like three stages and two of them were like a UNSC kind of, that was weird. weird. I think I, my interpretation of it is that they had built these UNSC, UNSC style battlegrounds to simulate battles with UNSC. And that's how they beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Were they, when they, when they captured them, because I was, every time you come up like an outpost and you would have capture Marines, you're like, why do they, why do they keep them? Why don't they just kill them? It makes no sense, but maybe they were putting them in the live fire and fighting them, um, you know, to see how they learned how they fought. And, and maybe that's why they, they did that. But yeah. uh, so that, that was cool going through, going through those and then, and then fighting that, that one elite and getting that badass red sword was super awesome. That's cool. And yeah, it shows that, up that in your cool So that was Oh, it awesome. does. Okay. It does. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, and just all the all the weapons you can find are, are pretty unique and, and cool looking. But uh, yeah, you end up fighting you end up fighting Eshram, um and saving the pilot. Um, that that was a pretty cool f- boss fight with his like over shield that he has, and you have to kind of dwindle that down. Got to use a lot of grapple shield or a lot of grappling to yes. to get over him. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, yeah that was, that was, and then you end up I, fighting the, the harbinger at the very end, which I did yeah. not like that fight necessarily a lot. I didn't I either. Quite a bit. Just because I just she kept disappearing and reappearing and and then you had to start right before the the next the wave, wave started. Yeah. I was like, so I know that I know that fight's gonna that. be a really pain on legendary. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to that, but yeah, you end up you end up beating her, um, and yeah, you find that you find out that you know Cortana regretted her her decisions and she wants to give you that knowledge so the weapon can make a better choice and both of you can really make a better choice mm-hmm. on how to go forward with your, uh, with the, with the AI. So yeah, it's cool. And I think, I mean, that's pretty much it until, until the post credit scene would yep. show that the endless have not ended. And <laughs> no, I think they, presumably... was, I think they maybe broke through or something with, with whatever she did. So, but it doesn't show the endless, but it shows Atriox coming back, um, yeah, talking, and, and you see him. So he didn't die. Uh, and then the weapon, she ended up choosing her own name, but it, she doesn't actually say it. So I'm assuming it's going to be Cortana, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, and then you then you find out the pilot's name, and I can't remember the pilot's name. <laughs> uh, probably have it up here. Got somewhere. Um... Oh, Fernando Esparza. Fernando, okay. okay. Fernando. So yeah, I thought the uh, I thought the campaign was it was definitely. I mean, th- there weren't any like scarabs or anything like that. You know, there was no space. Like, yeah, I kind of missed that kind of thing. Stuff. But I, I mean, I guess for what it is, it makes sense because. Where would that stuff come from? Yeah, where would that stuff come from? Although it's like, the banished just kept sending stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, did they ever run out of? of weaponry and stuff and then like the the pilot would constantly bring scorpion tanks and stuff so it's like where does he get the stuff but i mean that's that's, game, a, that's, that's gameplay that's stuff a game so thing. it's hard to uh try to judge that but um it, de- it doesn't feel i guess in terms of like the cortana story arc it definitely feels complete but as far as it being an end of a trilogy it doesn't necessarily feel like the end but again you know it it's yeah open-ended so we'll get more stuff eventually but um yeah it was definitely toned back as far as like the the, the campaign structure itself and like those missions obviously the the real meat of the game is 
the open world and, and going through that and doing all the yeah. side stuff. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I did I, not like how much, and I didn't expect, or I didn't know I was going to be funneled in at this point, but like after you you do those four points on the map. Yeah, the spires. I think it's called the sequence or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, finding the spires, you go into the next mission, and for the next one, two, three, four, five, essentially six missions, you're... You're, you're stuck, yeah. You're stuck, except for, like, one mission, House of Reckoning, where it's still linear, but it's kind of cool because you have a scorpion, and yeah, yeah. you can get a wraith and stuff, and kind of, you know, just blow stuff up, and that's pretty fun. Yeah. But the rest of them are very similar in terms of the structures that you walk through. Yep. You know, walking through, through all these forerunner structures, it's a lot of blue. It's a lot of walking into a room and wiping out enemies, and then going to the next room. So I, I was getting a little tired of that at at the end. Yeah, you know, I was, I was, I don't know. I kind of wish the game would have ended after the fight with Ashram. Yeah, because that felt more like a, that felt more climactic than the fight with the Har- Harbinger. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I think the last, yeah, they kind of was, was a little bit too much at the end, and, and the, yeah, the mm. fact that they're just so so samey with those corridors and everything oh, just looked yeah, the same. Yeah, it was a lot, but um, but the open world was great. Yeah, the open world was great. All, all that all that aspect of the game was was fantastic. But uh, I mean, you know, it was very. They're not super long missions, but yeah, when they're back to back to back to back, um, it was yeah, it was, it was a lot. But uh, overall, I thought the, I thought the campaign itself was solid. Um, I don't think it's anywhere near my favorite campaign of all time for Halo, um, just of all the Halo games. But I definitely think it's solid. The the the, the open world is holds up for it. I think um, it does it really kind of it carries it. It carry yeah, it carries it for sure. So yeah, it was definitely I thought a great a great Halo, and I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more when they when they eventually add stuff to that. Mm-hmm. But any uh, Nick, any final thoughts on the campaign? I mean, we kind of talked about most of the major points. I think. I mean, I think I think the the takeaway is that there's more to come. Yeah. Whether that's through it's another good. game in ten years or some sort of DLC that goes through Atriox and the Endless. Yeah, I think I think it'll be some DLC at some point. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when we'll get it. Maybe next year or something, or a year from now. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You know, they may add like minor, like oh, you know, here's a here's another FOB or something to go get, uh, or here's more Spartan cords you could find. Or um, it's weird that like, like the thruster and the like invisibility cloak aren't in the game. But if you, I know if you're not thruster, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, the thruster. deflector, the the deflector. thruster. Um, that's not in the game, and the invisibility cloak is not in the game. But if you do use like the the dash when you have that fully upgraded, you do turn invisible after it, after you okay. dash. Um, so technically in the game, but not as an ability. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more. I think they'll add some more DLC sooner rather than later. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, that's going to uh, that's going to end our uh, Halo Infinite. Spoiler cast. Spoiler Hopefully, cast. you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we'll uh, if if more DLC comes out, we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, appreciate everyone listening. Until then, we'll just be playing multiplayer. Yes, <laughs> lots of multiplayer. I'm, I'm excited for new maps to come to. Yeah, um, yeah the I'm sure we'll get a lot out. of those next year. Yeah. All right, guys. We will see y'all the next one.
See y'all next week.